40 years ago, we went to the local theater, got our tickets and popcorn, and settled in to watch what would be one of the most daring films of the time. Starring the dude himself, Jeff Bridges, Tron takes us into an entirely new and unseen world where the battle between good and evil are settled in a myriad of games, from tank battles to light cycle races and more. Tron pushed the limits of what film could be, pulling out nearly all types of animation and, at the time, modern filmmaking techniques, spawning sequels, games, and inspiring so much more. But how did we get to that fateful day? Where did we go once Tron released? For those answers, we have to travel back to 1976. The Grid. A digital frontier. I tried to picture clusters of information as they moved through the computer. What did they look like? Ships, motorcycles. Were the circuits like freeways? I kept dreaming of a world I thought I'd never see. And then, one day, I got in. So jumping back about 45 years, we are met with Steve Lisberger, the creator of Tron. Originally an animator in his own studio, after viewing a sample film from a company called MAGI, or Magi, and viewing Pong's gameplay, he was inspired to begin work on what would become Tron. Tron the movie, not the character. See, Tron was already a character that Lisberger had created as a promotional animation, mainly used for rock stations in the area around his studio. The original depiction of Tron had him looking more like a Cylon from Battlestar Galactica than his blue emanating form that we've come to know. After being fed up with the cliche stylings of the 1970s era backlit animation, he took it upon himself and his partner, Donald Kushner, to pack up and move to the West Coast and set up shop just a year later. Borrowing against the profits of an animated film he had just finished, Lisberger began working on the storyboards for Tron, which caught the attention of Alan Kay, a scientist, whose input got him hired on as an advisor for the project. Later, he would convince Lisberger to make the film in CGI as opposed to just hand-drawn animation. Following the storyboarding process, it came time to begin scriptwriting and developing the characters. 
Bonnie McBird was put in charge of fleshing out the personality of the film. The first draft came through with heavy input from Lisberger. The character Alan was based on the advisor, Alan Kay. The script underwent several changes, from the addition of religious undertones, the comedic nature of Flynn, which Bonnie had actually suggested Robin Williams for the role, as well as the removal of a significant amount of the scientific aspect of the film, all at the behest of Disney. This actually ended up leading to a bitter credits dispute between McBird and Disney, but she did, in the end, receive the appropriate crediting for her contributions. The film moved from an animated film, to CGI, to live action, and eventually setting on a combination of the three. Tron would be a live action film that would integrate both CGI as well as animation. The problem then became financing. Lisberger had spent $300,000 in just developing Tron and an additional $5 million, but had reached a standstill due to the lack of studios wanting to pick up the film. After approaching Warner Brothers, MGM, and Columbia Pictures, Tron was turned down by all of them. Lisberger, in 1980, then took Tron to Disney, who at the time wanted to pursue more advantageous movie productions. It seems that the day was saved, and Disney provided that extra life that Tron needed to be produced. But, like all exceptional stories, there's still rough waters ahead. Disney was not big on letting outsiders work on Disney films, so the assistance provided to Lisberger was non-existent. So an outside firm had to be hired and brought in to work on the film. In fact, there were two. The first was Wang Film Productions, and they managed all the traditional animating. The second oversaw the groundbreaking live action and CGI, and that was Mathematical Applications Group Incorporated, or MAGI for short. Like an identity disc, the story comes full circle. The group that had inspired Lisberger to create Tron was now going to help to bring it to life. MAGI had worked on the light cycles, Clue's tank, and the recognizers. The more complex CGI that the other animation studios just didn't have the ability to work on at the time. All the pieces were finally in place, scripts finished, actors hired, and animators animating. The last trial was making a film that would exceed box office expectations and critics. Tron would be released July 9th, 1982, grossing over $50 million against a $17 million budget and it would be the highest-grossing live-action film for Disney for the next five years. The film's reception to critics was just as well-received. Siskel and Ebert gave the film four out of four stars each and two thumbs up. People were dazzled by how high-tech and futuristic the film was while still maintaining that feel of human struggle. The film had made such a significant impact that John Lasseter, who was a Disney animator at the time of the film's release, has stated that if there was no Tron, there would be no Toy Story. Tron quickly became a cult favorite and had its place cemented in the history of animation. Lisberger had finally seen his dream achieved. But that is not where this story ends. 28 years after the film's original release, Tron Legacy was released. The film saw us re-entering the grid with Flynn's son as he searches for his lost father. The film featured music composed by Daft Punk, as well as some familiar faces returning. Tron Legacy was a box office success, but did receive some criticism for character development. I guess you can't win them all. Lisberger also has a cameo in the film as a bartender at the end of the line bar. 
John Legacy quickly became a cult favorite right next to the original film. Despite having cult status, video games, toys, and TV shows, none of these things are as incredible as cementing yourself as a ride at Disney. In 2016, Tron Light Cycle Power Run was open in Shanghai Disney. But as we speak in 2022, the same ride will be opened in the Magic Kingdom at Disney World. My childhood dream, as well as countless others, is finally realized. The ability to ride a light cycle through the grid is coming to Tomorrowland. In the beginning, I asked you, what does the future of Tron hold? To answer that, I don't know. But that's the beauty of the franchise. It doesn't have to be in one market, or even in the same generation. Four decades of fans stretching across the world with the same feelings and moments of awe are what have kept Tron going. It can be anything at this point, from a midnight movie to a Saturday family film on the couch. I can't be certain what Lisberger was hoping Tron would be, but it sure is something spectacular. End of line.